Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast, where our motto is fun and profits, and that is what we're talking about today. We're going to talk to you about how to have more fun in your business and be more profitable thanks to dollar per day Facebook ads. And you're probably thinking, why is that fun and why is that profitable? It's because you can spend a dollar per day to grow your audience on autopilot while you're not even there and you can make money from your display advertising, your affiliate marketing and all of that kind of stuff. So it's profitable. And when you don't have to do the work and you can set it and forget it, like that's, that's fun to me in business. Like that's, that's my definition of fun. So that's what we're getting into today. How you doing, Bobby? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, uh, it's, it's kind of crappy weather here, unfortunately. So I'm waiting for better weather to come so we can have better podcasting vibes. <laughs> mm, see, and I think we have just have different definitions of bad weather. It's all rainy and nasty outside and I love it. So I'm ready what? to go. I love it. I love, I love cold rainy weather. Bring it on. Wow. Makes it all cozy inside. You know, I'm, I'm all about that life. No, <laughs> I could. <laughs> nope. Nope, not for me. Not even all soon. good, all good. No, I see, and I'm, I'm all, I love it, and like I'm all excited about rainy weather because we're putting a tin roof on our house. So I just I love the sound of rain on a tin roof. So I'm real pumped about that. Who are you? I don't, man. I don't know. I guess I just, I just love, I love the gloomy weather. I like wrapping up, bundling with blankets. You got an excuse to kind of. I love being outside, but I like having that excuse to just stay inside and be cozy. Yeah, we could be yeah. further apart on this issue. Yeah, <laughs> all good. <laughs> all good, all good. So today's episode is brought to us by Facebook Ads for Bloggers, is our comprehensive course for course creators, bloggers, coaches, consultants, anybody that wants to use their content to build a business and sell more stuff and make more money. So we're talking about this course. I mean, that's kind of the subject matter of today's episode. Um, and we're sponsoring ourselves because if you're listening to this, we have opened up Facebook ads for bloggers course. You can go ahead and click the link in the show notes if you're interested and get it for the next couple of days. It's a Monday. It's open till Thursday at midnight. I think we opened this course maybe twice last year. We don't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't do it a whole lot. Yeah, but um, the people that take it love it. And and when I say comprehensive, it is it's insane. It is uh, twice as much content as Facebook side hustle, and we've put everything in there. I mean, we're talking about things like you using it to get these five thousand dollar and higher sponsors because you're using some Facebook ads to help promote their posts. What we've used for retargeting for our courses, where you're turning thousand dollars and spend into you know. Twenty, thirty thousand dollars in in course sales, just how to grow and send traffic and build your list and like all these kind of things. I mean, it's really everything you need to know. It's a giant toolbox of stuff to use for Facebook ads. So 
If you guys are interested, you can check it out. And today we're going to give you the baby version. Today we're going to tell you where it all starts and like the first piece, which is, you know, how to spend as little as a dollar per day on Facebook to start driving traffic to your blog. So Bobby, can you tell a little bit about how you got into doing this? Because this strategy, you know, and just starting with a dollar a day and building up like really how you built your blog originally before you started getting into SEO. Yeah. Well, I I think the reason that I started doing it, I'm trying to think of like how this evolved because it was kind of an interesting journey because I really didn't, when I started Millennial Money Man, I didn't do a lot of like the traditional things that you're supposed to do with the blog. I just wanted to do it the way that I wanted to do it. And at the time, the content that I was writing wasn't exactly, it wasn't SEO friendly. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy writing for SEO. It didn't really fit my voice, didn't really fit a lot of things I wanted to do. And a lot of the stuff I was writing was more like personal. Um, it was a shorter, like I was writing shorter articles that were like 750 words, a thousand words, maybe I wasn't doing like these mega posts that you need to do um, to rank in Google. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to compete in SEO with this. So where can I compete? And I started doing a little bit of experimentation with Facebook ads. I was running Facebook ads for clients And I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to take some of the revenue from my marketing agency and just like start putting it back into the blog because I wanted to grow the blog. That was the whole reason I quit my job and and to do this whole thing. So I was like, I'm going to start growing it, running Facebook ads. And so I was just actually, I started very early just like boosting posts like everybody else does. And I very quickly found out that that doesn't really help a whole lot when it comes to driving traffic to your blog. Uh, So after that, I I started, um, started experimenting with traffic campaigns. And the more I did it, I, there's a lot of failures. I spent, I wasted a whole bunch of money running stuff. Um, I got my ad account shut down a couple of times cause I was running ads that were pretty controversial about like cars and like why you shouldn't buy new cars and things like that. But over time I, I figured it out and I was, I was able to start getting really cheap clicks, like two, three cent clicks to the website. And, uh, it was like, wow, this is okay. This is cool. I can start scaling this up. So I started scaling it up and, then my revenue from the blog started growing with it because the cheap, the clicks were so cheap and I was like, my blog Bluehost sales were going up. My, like all my affiliate revenue was going up from like student loan refinance stuff, like just everything that I was promoting. And it was just because I was getting way more people onto the website and it was happening really quickly. And I was able to do it with multiple articles and, uh, so after that, it was it was really like the email list started growing and everything just started happening faster. And so I kind of like had figured out this way to grow a blog in kind of a non-conventional way. But now when you look at it, um, a lot of people <laughs> that have gone after Google traffic, uh, which is a great uh, content strategy or traffic strategy, that's the main traffic source now for Millennial Money Man, but I still run Facebook ads. Um, but a lot of people that went to like Pinterest or uh, you know, just do social media or whatever, like they don't, it's very inconsistent. And so I think a lot of people now are looking for that consistency of like, how do I keep bringing in people, you know, through algorithm changes? Like if Google has an algorithm change, there's one that a lot of bloggers in the personal finance space got, they got hit hard. Um, So how do you keep email subs coming in? How do you keep people coming to your website? How do you keep the engagement up and the affiliate revenue coming in? And that's why Facebook ads are still so awesome for this. And, And the cost really it hasn't gone up very much. I mean, it's gone up um, since we started teaching people Facebook ads with Laptop Empires, but I'm still getting 
four five cent clicks with just like a couple rounds of testing like it's still there um, which is really cool so that's that's it's cool that we're you know we're opening up the course again because i think the opportunity is very much still there um Mm -hmm. and we just we teach everything you need to know it's like everything you possibly know about facebook ads for running them to a website or you know generating emails and all that stuff but i know we're just talking about traffic today but anyway that's the whole story yeah but you know i want to touch on we are talking about the cost not going up very much because there's a reason behind that. And I think it's a huge opportunity for bloggers. I think bloggers have, it, it's funny yesterday. I wrote an email. Well, not yesterday. Well, yesterday, as of when we're recording this, not yesterday, right. as of when you were listening to this, I wrote an email to our list about, you know, the internet marketers, the people in my world and how they're totally sleeping on blogging. And it's a huge missed opportunity because they're spending so much time on organic social media and they're they're running paid traffic you know which is great to grow their list but they're very they're they're trying to like go direct to sale through facebook ads which is getting harder and more expensive and they're relying on organic which the algorithm keeps changing you know instagram had all this organic growth and they've squashed they've suppressed their reach just like facebook did with pages uh, Pinterest is doing the same thing right now. It's starting. It's going to happen. You know, everybody's excited about TikTok right now. Cool. Go take advantage if you know how or you've got the time. But the same thing will happen to TikTok in a year or two, right? There's a cycle. This is how it all works. They they get you, they feed you a lot of organic to get you invested in the, in the platform. And then once their advertising is figured out, they start suppressing the reach. It's how it always works. So I was talking about this because these people, they go through these ups and downs and they're not taking advantage of blogging. They're not building an asset that works for them. Right. And I, I feel like personally, one of the most, especially now, like where we're at and where a lot of people we know are at, that are further in the business. It's like, the older you get in the business world, the more you value leverage assets, things that work for you while you're while you sleep, and like a blog, right? A blog is bringing people into your world, getting people onto your list, getting people to buy your products, and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. YouTube is the same, right? Um, these kind of search platforms. So I I was just talking about these people not taking advantage of that. Right. The flip side of that coin is bloggers not taking advantage of paid traffic to the extent that they could, right? And Facebook is the perfect place for that because of how Facebook distributes campaign objective types. So if you don't know a whole lot about campaign objective types, when you log in to create an ad, you're going to have a campaign, an ad set, and an ad. The campaign is where you set your budget and you choose the goal, like how you want the ad to optimize. The ad set is where you select your targeting and things of that nature. And the ad is where you create the ad, the picture, the the text, that kind of thing. So the campaign objective, there's things like conversions, which you use to get somebody to opt in with their email. There's things like video views, there's things like engagement, and then there's traffic, which is driving clicks to an article. So here's the thing though, here's why there's such a big opportunity. And this is a long way to get around to it, but this is why there's such a big opportunity for bloggers. Facebook has split the campaign objectives into these categories and they compete against themselves inside of the newsfeed. So when you go on the newsfeed, you're going to see the first post you're going to see is going to be a close friend or somebody you've set their page to follow first. That'll be your first post. The next post you see in the newsfeed is an ad. Then every fifth post is an ad. So all of those ad pieces, all those ad posts are then divided 
between video ads, conversion ads, traffic campaigns, all of these different types of things, right? And so the more people that are using a particular one, the more they're fighting for the space there in the newsfeed, the more expensive it's going to be. And the things like conversion campaigns that are getting people to opt into your list, to sign up for your webinar, to come to your free event or whatever, that's the most commonly used one, right? So it's going to be more expensive. And when you think about digital marketers and people in my world, the ones that are spending the most on advertising, they are trying to get people onto their list, onto their webinar, to buy their product, you know, retargeting, and those things all use conversion. They aren't running traffic campaigns. They're not because they don't have blogs, right? And this is why I brought up this email I just sent out because those people aren't blogging. They don't have articles. They've got posts. They're usually posting on Facebook on their profile and they're on other social media and then they're running conversion campaigns. So since they're not sending traffic to articles, there's low competition. And if there's low competition, it's cheap. And that's why we've continued to see that you can get these, you know, a couple pennies for a click even after all of this time. So if you're a blogger and you have that kind of content, you have this huge opportunity to bring people into your world. And it's not exactly search traffic, right? But where people are looking for that specific keyword that your article is about, it's a little different because you're picking interest and you're deciding like who you want to come in. And it's not like I want somebody that's exactly interested in a specific keyword and they're going to come in. It's more broad. It's they're interested in a topic, but the advantage to that, and Bobby, you can back this up because you you've seen this is that sometimes people are searching and they find your article and then they leave because they got their answer. They don't Mm -hmm. stick around. Sometimes they do. Right. And it's definitely more targeted traffic. So you might get more sales or something, but with the Facebook traffic, you're targeting people that have a broad interest in something. And if somebody has an interest in something like personal finance and you're running a personal finance blog, When they come to that article, they're coming because it interests the topic interested them, even if they weren't searching for it. But then if they read it and they like you and they have an interest in that topic, they're more likely to become an email subscriber or to bookmark your blog and start following it, right? Because they have that general interest in the topic instead of just that search intent interest. And this is why, I mean, there's not Google and Facebook. One is not better than the other. They just serve different purposes. And so if you can develop this two-pronged attack, you're not only going to grow faster, but you're going to get a bigger, a different variety of people. Um, and you're going it, to, it's, it's just really beneficial because of the algorithm changes and those kind of things. You're, I guess, algorithm proofing your blog a little bit by having multiple sources to overcome any dips in the other. No, it's, yeah, it's just diversification. And, and what the way I see blogging a lot of the times is it's very, it's very feast or famine. Like people are always chasing the traffic. And, and I see this like, in every blogging Facebook group I'm in, uh, just talking to people like in the industry that I know, it, everybody's always like, you know, if Pinterest has this algorithm update and then the organic reach drops, then people are panicking because they're like, ah, oh, my ad revenue's down, like, ah, oh, my affiliate revenue's down, like, I don't know what to do, I'm freaking out. You see this stuff all the time. If you go to any blogging group, it's like people are always freaking out <laughs> about something because um, they've they've gone all in on one. Uh, on one piece of traffic of the traffic pie, right? Like they've gone all in on Pinterest or all in on Google. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But I think as you, if you are starting to bring in revenue, um, it's very important to go ahead and, and diversify because you want to, you want to avoid those dips. Like for me, I, I've got people that I pay, I got virtual assistants. Like I've got a lot of people that, that depend on the traffic coming into the site to be consistent and the revenue to be consistent. But then on the flip side, 
if you are a brand new, like a baby blogger, uh, and you're going after some of those things that take a long time, like Google takes a long time to build up a good amount of traffic that's high intent, mm-hmm. that's going to buy things from you, uh, or see ads or whatever you want them to do when they get to the website, this gives you a way to accelerate that whole process and bring people in now, right? And then the cool thing is like you bring them in for a dollar a day, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe they go through an affiliate link, they buy a product, maybe they jump on your email list, you know, you get people into your orbit and they start sticking around and then you can warm them up further. Like that's one of the knocks against like people say Facebook traffic's not as high quality. And I I don't believe that anything is high quality or low quality. It's just a matter of where are they in the conversion funnel? Like if they're, if they're searching Mm -hmm. for something very specific on Google and they want to know like, how to refinance student loans and they hit your website and you have a blog post about how to refinance student loans, they're, they're going to be very likely to convert on that. But if you target somebody that's interested in personal finance, you bring them into your world. Maybe they weren't specifically looking for something on your website for student loans, but let's say you get them on the email list, you keep targeting them over and over again, they will find, and we see this on our analytics and laptop empires, like they will find the products and things that they're interested in. If you keep them around in your orbit, it's the same reason why, you know, I was, man, I was running Facebook ads for a long time before we ran, uh, before we introduced the Facebook side hustle course. My main traffic was from Facebook. I didn't have Google traffic coming in, Pinterest, any of that stuff. And I had built up an email list. I think at the time it was like 13,000 people and the vast majority of them were from Facebook and I was warming them up. They were on the email list. They were getting my content. So when we went to launch the Facebook side hustle course, we did over a hundred thousand dollars in revenue on a relatively small email list. And then we closed it down for a month and opened it back up again in March. And we did another hundred thousand dollars plus of revenue. Like that's the power of it. If you can get people into your orbit, you can warm them up with content and get them into just your, your circle. You can really turn those people into buyers over time. And that's, that's the part that I think a lot of people miss with Facebook ads. Um, You know, they're like, ah, it's not converting fast enough. It's like, it's not, uh, you know, the traffic's not warm enough or whatever. And that's not true. You just have to, you have to put out the content and warm them up a little bit more, but then you can do some pretty incredible things once you do that. Um, so it's not a traffic quality thing. So if you're thinking that, get that out of your head, because <laughs> that's not, that's like, that's not true. We built basically a, a high six figure and then eventually seven figure business off the back of Facebook ads. Uh, and you can, you can certainly still do that. Yeah. And it's, it's just, you talked about that, where, what phase are they in? Right. And people, they have, there's an awareness phase, there's a consideration phase and there's a, con- a conversion phase. And Facebook actually talks about this. The way they want you to advertise is to pull people through those three things. Right. And that's, this is getting way advanced. So I'm not going to dive into it too much, but like, right. just think about like the first time somebody sees a piece of your, your content, you're, you're just making them aware of who you are and your style and how you do things. That's their first experience of you, right? And so you might have a content that's about a problem. It's a problem aware thing, right? And then once people have viewed that, they might move their themselves or you might through retargeting, move them to the next thing, which is like, okay, he, here's the solution to the problem, right? And you might have a call to action at the end of that article. And so now they're in consideration. They might start looking at reviews and that kind of stuff. And then finally, there's the conversion ads, like the ones that get them to buy, that get them to take that next step. And you can't just... <laughs> you know, I get this all the time. My agency people come to me and they want to just be like, you know, I want something. I want to spend money and 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 have money pop out the other end. Like I want to spend a dollar and make five dollars. And I'm like, well, yeah, we all do. <laughs> sure. But it's not yeah. that simple. You know, you got to move people through these phases. And one of the easiest ways to move people through those phases is to just 
create great content, bring people to it and let people get into your world. Like you don't have to add the remarketing and the analytics and all of that early on. I love when you mentioned you were spending more, you were driving very affordable traffic to your blog and your affiliate sales and your display advertising uh, you know, sales, just all of that just started to rise. Your income started to go up and you reinvested more. And that's kind of how it works until you eventually get more sophisticated. So, so if you're here, you're starting this, you're like, okay, this is cool. I want to start it. The reason we make such a big deal about the dollar per day thing is because traffic campaigns, you can like a conversion campaign, you got to spend a minimum of five bucks, but yeah. traffic campaigns, you can set it for a dollar a day. So if all you have is a dollar, if you, if you've got 30 bucks over the course of the month and that's it, you can put it into an ad and be bringing people to your site. And you might be bringing a thousand people a month for a dollar per day. Very doable, very easy to do. So that's a thousand people to get onto your site. Now I know from our adventures into SEO, you can't just like snap your fingers and have a thousand people visit <laughs> right. your site via SEO. It might take you a couple of months if you're just starting out to have that kind of increase, right? But with Facebook, you can create an ad and tweak it and within a week be there through a little bit of testing, right? Yeah. Which is the power of this. And it's a start. It helps get the ball rolling. Like, and it doesn't matter if you're if you're listening to this and you're like a pro blogger and you've got the Google stuff coming in, protect yourself against algorithm changes. Start putting a little bit of money into another source. It's not gonna make a big difference on your bottom line to start. But as you start to invest more and more with it, you'll be like Bobby, where you've got this double source, you know, blog, you know, blog traffic. If you're just starting out, momentum is the most important thing you can have as a new business owner. So if you're just starting a blog, that slog of writing week after week after week and not seeing anything from it is tough. Yeah. But this is like allows you to have that instant gratification, those instant wins and start to feel good and have some momentum and it'll help you go longer. And, and that's just kind of a secret in business is like create momentum and then just don't quit for a long time. Like if you stick around long enough, y you're going to do well, <laughs> like you're going to accidentally fall into success, you know, but if you're listening to this, you might be able to get there a little quicker because you're being strategic. But, um, but yeah, anyway, that's, that's kind of the beauty of that. Do you have any, anything yeah, you want to say on it? Yeah. I think one of the, one of the things that people don't also realize about using Facebook ads or paying for traffic and all those kind of things. Um, you know, you're, you're able to do a lot of different things. We talked about, you know, getting ad revenue and getting affiliate income and getting people on your email list and all that. But like one of the other ways that I've had a lot of success is bringing people into the, the millennial money man, private Facebook group. Like that thing didn't just grow from like zero to like 10,000. And it, it was very, very quick that it, it grew. A lot of that was because we were running ads and the articles linked to the Facebook group. And so uh, we were able to see very quickly, like, okay, people are coming into this group through Facebook ads because we, we asked them entrance questions like, where did you see this? Or where did you find millennial money, man? And like mm -hmm. most of them were, uh, were from Facebook ads. And so then you start looking at it where it is now, where I've got this really great community I think there's 13 or 14,000 people in there now, and we're about to start actively growing it again. But it's like anytime we do any kind of course launch, anytime I want to just like talk about an affiliate product that I promote or send people to an article that's loaded up with affiliate links uh, to the different things that I promote, like I can print money whenever I want from that group. And people don't real like bloggers don't realize that it's like a lot of the time in blogging, you've got your, your fast ROI things where it's like, you're just directly 
printing money. And that happens a lot from like Google ads specifically. Like you can print money from Google ads. You can do it through Facebook ads too, but they have to be a little bit warmer. But you can also just bring people into the orbit and warm them up very slowly over time through a Facebook community too. And so we're doing that all the time. And then anytime that I want to promote anything, like I'll just post a very simple thing in the group and I'll, I'll pop sales immediately. And it's just, it's a really, it's a good way to just diversify the business. So, you know, we've talked to a lot of people that have primarily SEO traffic that are like, man, I can't get my my groups, my communities, like the the people around the brand, like I can't get them excited about anything. Like we're not, we're having a hard time like bringing in people that are, you know, we're having a hard time bringing people into the group and making the groups good. Uh, if you bring people in from Facebook, it, it helps quite a bit in that area. And I've just seen that from running, running what we do at Millennium Money Man. So another little added benefit, but it just, it just, it's all about diversifying, you know? And, and I think the more that bloggers figure that out where it's not just how much traffic can I get? It's about like how much, how much traffic can I get from different places and how can I continually warm them up to get sales whenever I want? Like that is a better business model than just feast or famine on algorithm changes. Oh yeah, man. There's this whole, you got to create an ecosystem. Like that's, I think what people fail to realize, like you want traffic coming in from different places, bringing in different personalities, different ideas. You want them getting onto your email list. You want to be email marketing into a Facebook group. Like you want to have the content, be moving them to content that moves them further and further from the funnel, affiliate products, you know, your own products, whatever. Like you need to have, like there's the, the whole thing because then people can find the thing that works from them and there's kind of this free flow of traffic and people find their way in there yeah. i mean it's not as straight line as it used to be so we're i want to kind of wrap this and i want to give i want us to give some tips about creating that first campaign um and i will say again if y'all want to learn more about this you know check the show notes we've got we call it our facebook ads masterclass. it is for bloggers it is a one-hour training with bobby and i we walk through what to do you know the best strategies how you can use it to start growing your audience it's totally free check it in you can opt in and you can get that so take advantage of that, but we're going to give you a couple things here. So Bobby, when you are creating and, and guys, remember when you go into your ads manager, you're choosing a traffic campaign and you're starting with a budget of a dollar per day. Okay. So Bobby, we know that they're choosing their interests. Like what is your recommendation? Just a couple of quick ones for people to create a good ad, a good traffic ad to their blog post. Yeah. So, I mean, typically what, what I'll do is I'll try to pick articles that I know are either already popular or are optimized for things that I want them to be optimized for. So like, I'm not just going to pick a random blog post on the site that doesn't have any affiliate links in it or doesn't really have any, <laughs> any real purpose to it. Uh, like I wouldn't pick like, I don't know, some kind of like Halloween update 2020 post or something like that. <laughs> pick something that has, um, has some meat to it. So that'll be kind of the targets. Like, okay, we want to send people to this post. It's loaded up with you know, I, I keep saying loaded up with affiliate links. Like you don't, you can't load up your blog post with affiliate links, but you need to strategically place them. So if it's like a top 10, like 10 side hustles, that's a perfect example. That's one that we run right now where it's actually, it's 22 best side hustles of 2020. And we've placed different products and different things, you know, different uh, courses within that article that align really well with the brand and who we're trying to bring in. That's one of the big things with Millennial Money Man right now. We're, we're really leaning into side hustles and really leaning into helping people make more money. So you pick a relevant article that brings in the kind of people that you want to bring in. So I'd start there first. 
pick a good article, okay. right? And then when it comes to like targeting and, and all of those different things, you have different options as far as targeting. You can do interest-based targeting where you're you're picking people that are interested in personal finance or you're picking people that are interested in, you know, I don't I don't want to get too specific here, but you can get you can get people that are interested in just money in general or person or like personal finance personalities that they like to follow. Now, the the caveat with interest targeting is that a lot of people want to get really 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 specific with it and they want to like, you know, niche down to like the the avatar, the perfect avatar. That doesn't work, right? So don't if you've heard avatar, uh, you know, pick your avatar and all that stuff. That's all well and good for creating content, creating products. But when you're doing Facebook ads, that's not the way you want to go because it shrinks your audience size down so much uh, that you can't run ads effectively. So you want to keep your interest targeting pretty broad. You know, so if you just chose personal finance, if you're a personal finance blogger, like that's fine. Or if you're a food blogger, like recipes, right? Like just keep it very broad. Um, Bigger audience is going to be more helpful as well. Like if you can do something that's you know, I like to be over 500,000. If it's a bigger audience, the algorithm can optimize more and get you better results. But just to really quickly chime in on that, like if you are trying to target stay at home moms who like book clubs and wine, right? And you go, that's my target demographic. That's what, that's who my readers are. If you try to target based on that and then send them your content, it's going to flop. Right. And that's what kind of what Bobby's, it doesn't just get too, it's not that it's just too narrow. It's that it's a misuse of the targeting. The targeting should be around the topic of the content, right? If they have an interest in wine and book clubs on Facebook, it might be that everyone that reads your site has that but they're also interested in the topic of your site and all the, the, not every single person that likes wine and book clubs is going to have interest in the topic of your site. Focus on the topic of the con the content for your targeting to get the best results, not the avatar. That was a great, great one. Yeah. And then, you know, from there, there, there are other targeting options you can use as well. You know, you could just start with interest if you wanted to, if you're just trying to run a traffic campaign and test it out. But you know, what we'll do is we'll run ads to uh, our email list. You can take your email list export it, upload it into Facebook, and you can retarget people that are already on your email list. You can place the pixel on your website, which you you definitely should. Um, you can place the Facebook pixel on your blog and retarget that traffic. Or you can create completely different lookalike audiences based on the people that are already coming to your site, right? So you can, you can basically find more people that are like the ones that are already coming to your site, which is really powerful. Um, and you can test all of those. And we talk about that in the course. We teach you how to actually test every single level of that. But that's, so you start with the targeting, um, you start with the article first, and then you go to the targeting. And then from there, uh, it's about selecting a good image and, and writing good ad copy. And fortunately, for traffic campaigns, you don't really have to write a ton of ad copy. So if you are already posting things on social media, and you're like, you know, you've got like, very short copy, which is really common where mm -hmm. people will say like, uh, want to check out or, you know, need a side hustle, check out these ideas below with like a, you know, an arrow pointing down or a finger pointing down. Like, just start simple like that with traffic campaigns. That does work for traffic campaigns. You don't need to write like a, a, a novel to get somebody to click on an article. So you can use very, very simple, uh, simple ad copy and then just select a great image. And a great image usually is going to be something uh, like an easy rule of thumb is like select something with somebody's face on it. Somebody doing something where you can see their face. If you're like a stock image person, like if you have stock images that you you download or if you have free ones or you have a paid thing, like find some pretty people <laughs> on the stock images doing something that's related. Like we run one where it's 
it's a woman that's using a laptop for a side hustle article and that works right facebook people like to stop and click on people's faces uh so if you just kind of start there uh, don't go too obscure we see people do facebook ads where they do like these really obscure images where like they think really hard about what somebody might be looking for you don't want that the purpose of the of the image is literally just to get somebody to stop in the feed and read the ad and click like that's it so find somebody's face find them doing something that's related to the article that you're you're running and then just put that and then you can test up several variations of that but that'll be a good place to start perfect and guys just you just got to put something out there i mean you're spending a buck you're going to find out really quickly within a few days whether it's working or not and if it doesn't you do something else i mean that is the secret to facebook ads is you got to throw something out there see if it works make a change that's really all it comes down to now i do want to bring up one thing bobby that we've seen time and time again because i think it's a good warning right? You can run these things and make your money back. It is totally possible. It happens all of the time. You can even make a profit. So you can get to a point where you're spending a dollar and making $2 and just keep scaling it up and you're making money off of it. Or you might get to where you're spending a dollar to make a dollar, which is fantastic. It's break even. You can scale that up. You might even get to where you're making 75 cents for every dollar you spend. That is pretty fantastic in my book. Mm -hmm. Like you're getting, you're getting that money back, right? Those are all great things. When you first launch it, you might have an article that you think is good and that has placement for affiliates and display targeting, that kind of stuff. And you're running it and you're getting great costs from your Facebook ad, but you're not making your money back. And that's okay. Okay. The first thing you got to keep in mind is that you should be setting aside a certain amount of money that you're willing to lose with Facebook ads. That's the mental place you need to come from if you want to be successful here. So if you're sending a dollar a day, you need to be saying, this is going to benefit me and it costs $30 a month, right? I'm setting that aside. Or it costs me, you know, uh, $150 a month, $5 a day. I'm willing to throw that away because you're not really throwing it away. Those people are coming into your world. They're joining your email list. You're making the money back somewhere down the road, right? But you might not be making it back right away. If you're not making it back right away, or you're only making a little bit of it back, right? We've had people who are like, I can't get this to work. I'm only making 80 cents back for every dollar I spend. I'm like, that is incredible. Like <laughs> spend more, you know, like, but the reason is because you need to optimize your article, right? Yeah. So the first step is just finding a ad that gets you the cheap traffic. Then it's tinkering with the article and optimizing it to get better results. That might mean moving your affiliate links higher up in the article. It might mean creating some little banners that look like ads that are buttons that lead to the affiliate thing or the, the product inside of there to catch people's attention. It might be a stronger call to action at the end of the article or called you know, to whatever, or to even get them on your list and having that go. You have to work on those pieces. So one, Get the ad created and find one that's converting well in the sense that it's getting you cheap clicks. Then focus on making the article better, better content, download something like Crazy Egg to see where people are looking, do your heat map and and adjust accordingly, right? Because that's that's really the key. And what we've seen is the people we have people come in and they're like getting penny clicks and they're like, ah, oh, this isn't working. And it's like, <laughs> okay, what have you done with your article? Nothing. I already wrote it. It's perfect. No, it's not. <laughs> you yeah. don't know. Like it'd be so that that's a big thing. I think people get stage people get to, and it's just, okay, now you're in the next phase of this process. 
Well, I want to. I, I know I don't want to go too long on this episode, but I do want to talk about two things that I remember being very, very foreign, or actually one thing that I remember being very, very foreign to me early on in blogging. And that's you talked about it. You said break even, like you want to have a break even funnel or, or a break even ad. And I think that's not a very common blogging term. Like a lot of people don't think in, in terms of break even. Um, mm-hmm. And and really, what that is is just if you're spending a dollar and you're making a dollar, sure you didn't profit, right? But you broke even, and and that is huge in marketing. Free traffic, yeah, that's what able. <laughs> yeah, it's free traffic, and it gives you at bats, and it gives you the ability to move that traffic through the conversion funnel and eventually turn them into buyers, right? Like that's it's a long game, and everything in blogging and marketing, it's all long game. Of course, we all want uh, you know a hundred x return on ad spend immediately. Like we all want that. But that's not how you build a business. That's how you build a foundation for your website and an audience and people that are like your thousand true fans. You get them by bringing them in. And if you can bring them in for free or if you can bring them in at a very, very, very cheap rate by having like, you know, like Mike was saying, if you spend a dollar and you're making 80 cents back on the ads that you have on the page, you're bringing people in for such a cheap cost, right? So mm-hmm. that's huge. And then you can scale that and you can bring in tons and tons of people and what happens over time. And we've seen this and I've talked about this on the show before, like our Facebook side of course, people know it's not just like a straight line where people see an ad and they go buy the course. It doesn't happen like that. They see an ad, they go listen to a Laptop Empire's podcast episode. They look at the blog, they'll read three articles, they'll come back, they'll open an email, they'll come back. And then eventually after they look at like 10, 15, 20 pieces of content, they'll buy a, a $400 course from us. Like that's how it works. And, and it's hard. That's a hard concept in the beginning for a blogger. That's like, I want to spend a dollar and make $2. The business doesn't work that way, especially in the beginning. Now you can get it to mm-hmm. that point when you have different funnels and like you're more advanced and you have better tracking and, and, and all that kind of stuff. When you're like, you know, high six figure, seven figure business, you can do a lot of that stuff. But in the beginning, it's a matter of getting people in the door getting your at bats and just nurturing that traffic along. So if you can get a break even funnel, like that is one that will take you from being a blogger that doesn't really know how to to make more money. Like if you can just start focusing on break even funnels uh, and and break even ad spend, like if you do that, that's going to take you really, really far. And I just want, I want to emphasize that to bloggers that are like, "Ah, I don't know, like you're saying, spend a dollar, make a dollar. That's not very cool. Like it doesn't work the way that you think it does with like spending a dollar and making $10. It doesn't work that way in the beginning. It's not cool, but let me, let me give you another example of this. Okay. My, my, uh, my buddy, Jason, who's a client of mine, he's a former teacher turned fit pro. He's got a fitness blog. He's been doing this for five, six years now, something like that. And this dude is pulling down over $30,000 a month selling a $29 per month coaching program, right? He's doing very well. And we spend a good bit of money on ads. Now, here's the thing. He's been running ads every day, 24-7 for years. We've been running these ads and they're not break even. He doesn't make his money back on the front end. He's making an investment. He might make a specific, a certain amount back. Maybe he makes... 65 cents on the dollar. I don't remember the actual number, but he makes a percentage of it back. So he's operating at a loss with his ads, but his email list grows, his Facebook group grows, his blogging audience grows. It's all continuing to grow. He has had a 30 to 40% increase in profit year after year after year after year, as long as he's been running this. Because on the front end, he doesn't have a break-even funnel, but somebody gets into his Facebook group on his email list And six months later, they buy. But that's happening every day. 
People are going through the cycle and then they're finally ready to tackle their fitness and do this kind of thing. Right. And so even the break even concept, like you can operate at a loss and still have a big gain because there's always this intangible, unmeasurable profit that's in the background that comes from audience, right? Bobby, you and I've always had these conversations about like, even we're spending money on ads, you didn't know where the sales are coming from. Obviously our analytics are a lot stronger now, but you know, back when we were getting started out, like I think one of your biggest cornerstone beliefs was that if I build audience, I'll make money. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it'll happen and it always proves out. And that's true. Like that's, it's so big. So if you focus on your audience, if you aim for that break-even funnel, aim for the profitable funnel, just don't be down. If you're making any money back, what you're really doing is you're mitigating your costs. And that's always my goal with advertising is on the front end, mitigate the cost, reduce the cost, but keep investing. So I thought that was a fun article. You got any last thoughts before we wrap this thing? I, well, yeah, just for new bloggers, like if you're, if you're brand new, you're a baby blogger and you've been doing this for like six months, seven months, eight months, you're probably at that point where you're like frustrated because every blogger goes through this phase where you hit a wall and you're like, man, I'm just not seeing the growth that I want to see. I promise you, if you start running dollar a day traffic ads and start getting more people in, you will start seeing wins. And when I say win, I mean like a person joining your email list, a person joining your Facebook group. And it's those little things like just having people kind of get into your orbit and seeing those people come in. It gets you excited to keep going because so many people stop blogging early because they never get like the traffic that they want. And this gives you an opportunity to, to turn on the faucet and bring those people in for a very low cost. So I know like some of you are probably listening going like ah, $30 a month, like even that, like, I don't know if I want to spend that on my blog. You need to if you want to be successful. I'm just, I promise you that you have to spend money on advertising. And at some point in your business, you have to start spending money to get people in the door um, because it's not just going to happen organically. It's not like every big blog that you've seen that has tons and tons of SEO traffic. There's a reason that they're running a ton of Google ads and a ton of Facebook ads. Like that's just part of the business model. So if you can kind of figure that out sooner uh, and, and use this opportunity to do that and bring people in for a dollar a day, you're going to be much, much happier, uh, you know, in the future. So just wanted to point that out. Have faith in yourself, invest in yourself. If you believe that you're going to be successful, don't be scared to invest 30 bucks in yourself. So on that note, I got three things. So we can wrap this up. Number one, please subscribe to the podcast. That way you don't miss an episode. We got new ones every single week. Number two, check out Facebook ads for bloggers. It is available and open to the public till Thursday at midnight. You can join. We're offering a split payment. We've never done this before. We've never offered this. So if you want a payment plan, it is available. I don't know if we'll do this again in the future. We're literally testing it because we've never done it before. And thing number three, if you're like, this podcast was great. I want to do this. I Maybe I want to invest in the course. I'm not sure yet. Check out our masterclass. It's free. You can learn in more depth. See if it's for you. See if this is what you want to do. Kind of test the waters before you jump in. It won't give you everything that the course has clearly, but it'll help you dip your toes in the water. So those are the three things. Check them out. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. 